2: Hey everyone, we're going to get to the episode in just a moment, but before we do, I want to let you know about a show that I have been developing over the past couple of months. Uh, It's basically been about a year in production. It is called Scowl, Fight for Your Right. It's happening at the Transgender Theater Festival at The Brick on July 14th at 1pm and July 21st at 7pm. That's right, we've only got two shows. So, come on out. It's going to be a good time. Uh, It is a fully stage combat show so it's queer oriented it's gonna be fun y'all so hello everybody my name is ashley lauren rogers i use she her pronouns and today i am being joined by silas barrett i use he him pronouns
1: i'm very spiegel i use they them theirs pronouns
2: awesome so uh just so that you know if you're listening at home uh yes we do have some fans going it is very hot uh, we wanted to get this episode out, so we wanted to make sure that uh, you heard it. So we apologize for the fans if you're hearing them, but honestly, eh, we'd rather you hear the, we'd rather hear what we have to say. So I, and I will use this term, I forced you to to watch, <laughs> uh, see, <laughs> Future Man, a show, a Hulu original show. Um, so I'm gonna leave my opinions of it alone for a little bit. I want to hear what y'all felt. Now, first off, did either of you watch Future Man the whole way through?
1: I've never heard of this show. Okay. I literally had no idea. I I found it last night when I went to go watch the episode, and I was like, oh shit, I don't have a Hulu account. My roommate was like, oh, I do. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, Joss Hutchinson. I fucking love Joss Hutchinson. I trust this. And then I saw the little, like, thumbnail of the episode, and it was, you know... Just Hutcherson and in the, the, the lip and I was just like, oh no. Mm. So that's, that's me.
2: So, uh, like, how about, how about you, Simon? I
0: had heard of Future Man, uh, when it first, when they first started running the trailers with them, they were also running trailers for Ready Player One, so it took me a while to figure out which was which, because they Man. seem like they're the same, mm. but I haven't seen Ready Player One, so I can't actually speak to that. Mm. I have, I'm familiar with the book, but I haven't seen it. Um, but I didn't think the trailers looked very interesting, so I never bothered. And then when you were like, Future Man, I thought, I'll go and I'll watch at least up to the episode we're doing today. Oh, no. And I made it through, like, episode and a half, mm-hmm. and I had to quit. Yeah, it was- and then I watched, obviously, episode nine for
2: today. Right. <laughs> but I've only actually seen a little bit of it. So uh, just to give you an idea of what Future Man is. Future Man is essentially a story of a, uh, a guy who works in, who works as a janitor in a, uh, I forget if it's like a chemical plant, but like it's a, like a medical research, research development. Yeah, medical research medical development research. firm. And he plays video games in his off time. And eventually he finally beats this one super hard level in this game that he's been playing. And after beating it, after being the only one in the world to beat this level, th- two people from the video game show up in his uh, in his uh, living room or er, in, in his bedroom.
0: In his bedroom. In his
2: bedroom. It is very specific to being in his bedroom because because
0: <laughs>
2: oh okay. he ejaculates on. on one of them.
1: Uh, uh- <laughs> I really couldn't live my whole life without knowing that. <laughs> still-
2: yeah. So How it's not her though. Yeah.
0: It's I don't the care. dude. I don't care
2: now anymore. I don't know if that's it better. Is, or it is. Yeah. So.
0: I guess. <laughs> but he's thinking about her, so it's really <laughs> not
1: that. <better>. Okay. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so okay. Um. The show continues. Basically, <laughs> he has. This is a simulator for people from the future, and they come back to try and get him to kind of. Uh, mishmash Terminator kill the a, a person who is in his timeline who creates this horrible disease that uh, yeah it's they're long, in the
1: eighties
2: yeah. right it's contemporary but they, they go back to the yeah for this
1: episode this episode they, they go back to the eighties the okay yeah. I was um, yeah. I was pretty sure but
0: considering yeah. I did... yeah it was, <laughs> yeah,
2: it was... <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's a little, little weird out of context I yeah and I, I apologize for not showing you.
1: Figured yeah. out that he mm-hmm. was time traveling, yeah. people yeah. who knew what was going on, and he was, you know, like, cute little fish out of water. So
2: he's yeah. the cute. Like in in some ways, I like throwing you two, and I like throwing my my uh, panelists into things out of context because it's interesting but, to kind of uh... hear what y'all pick up on. Uh, but I do apologize because mm-hmm. out of context, it can be like, well, what? what yes,
0: yeah. I, uh, I, I. I mean, I was that, familiar I'm enough with here. the plot yeah. anyway, like from the trailers and mm-hmm. stuff that I. I and because it's so sort of trope referential, that's yeah. a good guide to get mm-hmm. through it. You're like, I don't know what you just referenced, but it's
2: clearly just like Terminator. It's clearly yeah. just like
1: it's so poorly written that it's
2: back to, to the to future. Out. It's mm. yeah, no, it's it's a very referential show. The entire thing is very like even even in the episode, there is a huge Top Gun reference. Uh, where all the men the are fu- sweating so and playing volleyball to playing oh, with the
0: boys. <laughs> that, like, I, mean, they that. I mean it yeah. wasn't exact it was a very
2: good
0: yeah uh, I And mean, you can even call it an homage. It's just like a straight up like Oh yeah, no, they literally no, just shot I for mean, shot remade. Like the remade screen, right. Any
1: volleyball mm-hmm. scene with men is now just gonna be referenced as Tom Gun because
0: that's oh, like right. It. Yeah, like it set mm-hmm. the standard at right. this point.
1: Yeah. Like it's great happy about it. More gay volleyball. That's my yeah. complaint. There isn't enough gay volleyball going on in media these
0: days. Yeah, that was probably my favorite
1: part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That whole, honestly, that whole storyline, I didn't, like, it was so bad. Like It was so badly written, but, like, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. It was everything else that was mm-hmm. going on that I didn't like.
2: So now let's talk about why we're talking about this episode and this show in particular. Um, so in the episode, <laughs> it's hard to explain. It's yeah. so convoluted. So they they make they create a farce, a farcical situation where they've gone back in time. Essentially, instead of killing um, the main character's boss, I forget his first name, but his last name is Futterman, hence future man. Uh, so, Josh. 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 Thank you. Josh. Yes. So, Josh goes back in time, like tricks the two time travelers to go back in time with him to stop him from doing the thing that will create this horrible apocalypse-creating uh, event. So if he can stop him from doing that, he won't have to kill his boss. So in order to do this, he kind of sets up, he he decides that they're going to go fatal attraction-y. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> That's a word. Yeah. Like, no, yeah.
0: It's really It's it's really complicated yeah. But the whole really season really is complicated it. Because they yeah. keep jumping around for Different points in the scientist's life To try to steer him onto a path Of not creating this Super drug that turns people into Some kind mm-hmm. of bio-zombies mm-hmm. But because they find out that he has A lover named Leslie mm-hmm. And so they're like we're going to pose Someone as Leslie To Trick, to trick his wife into finding out that he really is having an affair so that he'll run away with Leslie And not stay and be a scientist and create this super thing This herpes vaccine Herpes turns vaccine turns into, oh my God, the, that's, the herpes that's, reference yeah. There's a lot of jokes about cold sores in the first <laughs> yeah. episode that That's
1: such good comedy, not lazy at all
2: So he basically, like, so he and Tiger, Tiger is the uh, female companion. Uh, There's Tiger and Wolf. They're the two folks from the future. So he goes with Tiger, the soldiers from the future. So he goes with Tiger and he's basically like finding things at a sex shop. Like, okay, we're gonna put you in these assless chaps and we're gonna take some photos so that when the wife finds it, she'll be like, oh no, my husband's having an affair. And they'll have to confront it, just exactly like that. <laughs> uh, but because I, I forget, and I watched, I rewatched it this morning, oh. so it's not like so. This should be like in my brain, but like for reasons I forget, I think that Tiger had to go track Wolf. Wolf doesn't yeah.
0: show up because yes. he's having shirtless volleyball time. Yes. She thinks out. that he must be like attacked by the bad guys, mm-hmm. so she's like. I have to leave and go find Wolf because I'm so worried about him. Emotions, mm-hmm. child of the soldier future. You have to go take the pictures. Yeah. And then she says something about riding cowboy or some equally yeah. confusing pun.
2: So then she also says, "All right, now put on these assless chaps." That that becomes a yes. theme of it, which he doesn't
0: do. He does yeah, like leopard say. thing with fishnets. Yeah, the, he he doesn't go for the assless chaps.
2: They have like a whole montage of him throwing on like Fredericks of Hollywood costumes, and so
1: really ugly lingerie. Honestly, yeah, it was all just hideous.
2: They bought it cheap. Yeah, yeah. clearly. <laughs> They're time travelers. They don't have money. So I have a reveal here. I'm going to give you a shocking reveal. I fucking love this show, and I actually really enjoyed this episode.
1: Okay, but like, <laughs> what about yeah the dead cat? the oh necessary guess, like... and carrying it around mm-hmm. everywhere. Why? Where?
2: So, the dog was someone worse.
1: Someone explained to
2: mm-hmm. oh, I forgot about that. And,
1: oh, no, oh, that's right, the dog, yeah. And, oh, I saw that coming from my Yeah, office. yeah, I mean, obviously. obviously.
0: You're like, oh, he's gonna go kill the dog like, and put it on the barbecue. The minute they said
1: barbecue, I was like, oh, it's the dog. He was like, like, like
2: meat, I got this. And you're just like, oh, no. Like, oh. So, yeah, so it basically <laughs> oh. creates this farce situation where there's a lot of people exiting and entering through doors, trying not to knock over objects, uh, and eventually he, in order to escape uh, the his his boss from the future in the 80s, dives underneath the bed in his outfit,
1: which he wears the entire time. Yep. Josh Hutcherson does not come out of this.
2: Which
0: is really funny watching him like try to run in his little like kitten heels or whatever.
2: Yeah. I think they were just like fuzzy slippers. Yeah, but they had a heel really... on. They oh, okay. were like yeah. bedroom slippers, like yeah. sexy bedroom. So he hides under the bed. All of a sudden, we hear, like, oh, Leslie, I didn't think that you would come. And it turns out that Leslie is a man. Oh. Shocking reveal. Shocking reveal. And so they bang Well, Josh Hutcherson On the is under the bed. For
1: a really long time. Quite
2: a long time. Josh Hutcherson is very bored.
0: Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's a yeah. lie. <laughs> but I was, you know, I was there for that. Yeah. Because normally the joke would be, Oh God, I'm so horrified that I'm stuck here having to listen to gay sex. I'll never recover my brain. Right. And he's just yeah. like...
3: Oh, yeah. He just like fell asleep. I really that...
0: expected them to go the mm-hmm. classic, like, oh God, I'm scarred yeah. for life wow. by gay things. And yeah. really he's just like...
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, you're done? Oh my God, come on. I want to leave.
0: Yeah.
2: So then this cat enters. The neighbor's cat. The neighbor's cat enters from the window. Sees Josh, Josh Hutcherson and starts kind of like paying attention to him, and Josh Hutcherson doesn't want people to pay attention to him, so he just kind of shoves the cat and knocks over a uh, like a like a uh, Easter Island head, killing the cat.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's, it's
2: not, not funny.
1: funny. I didn't find it funny either.
2: <laughs> and so shenanigans continue. Uh, it turns out that the wife hired a, uh, a a sex worker to sleep with her husband so that she could. Basically, she knew that she wasn't doing it for her husband, and so she wanted to make him happy. So she, she hired... wanted to control him yes. with sex. Yeah, that was that whole thing was very. I was not okay with that, but well, it was, it was also interesting. Like...
1: The whole half of this episode was just super slut shamey and like Mm, sex worker jokes. Mm. And I was like, this is just bad. Yeah. Like, I I think I Mm. saw in your pose, like, not only was it offensive, it was just like really lazy comedy. Mm. It's just all of it so lazy and Mm. like, if you're going to be offensive, cool, but at least have good writing. Like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> don't make it all painful for me. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other. Like, no, come on. I, can a little I can't yeah. do both. Yeah. So what I want to bring up uh, is, is there a place? And maybe this is particularly since, uh, like, this one got very cringy. Is there a place for the man in a dress joke? Or is it all always without a doubt just transphobic as hell and should never be done?
1: I think while trans women are still being murdered for being trans women, mm. don't do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Just don't do anything that's making a joke about trans women or men in dresses because mm. people conflate the two and it just, I, mm. I strongly believe in the like theory that it promotes violence because it does. Mm. So, like, I don't know, if we stop killing trans women, maybe there's a way to bring it back, but like I just don't see a way to do it now. Mm-hmm. I think what really bothered me was like when he took the pictures and then he looked at them and went, oh yeah, that looks like a woman. And I was like,
0: right, he what has does whole, that mean? He has that mm-hmm. whole thing where like, he's like, this picture has too much penis in, oh, that picture has too much hair, and like this, oh, this one from this angle, you'd believe that was a lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm.
1: There were pieces about it that were like maybe okay, but all together, I was like, this is a transformation.
0: And there's like that weird moment where he's like, "Oh my God, like my dick is showing. I have to tuck yeah, it was, And we're like watching that, and I was like, "Wait, I never want to go watch this Hu Josh. Hutch it
1: that was never This was one
0: of man, those this know. was one of those um episodes where i I found it because usually when I'm one of my big criteria for whether or not something is problematic or transphobic or whatever mm-hmm. is like not you know one is the intention of the creator and the other is Mm -hmm. how is your average you know Mm -hmm. cishet audience member who's not really educated about things who Mm -hmm. maybe doesn't think about it very hard Mm -hmm. gonna take it Mm -hmm. and one of the things that I did find interesting was it the way the joke was presented didn't feel to me as mean-spirited as it usually does and I think they're like the way that Josh Hutchinson plays it is there's no suggestion that, like, he's like, like I said, like, when he's under the bed, he's not like, oh no, gay sex, I'm ruined forever, and he's not like, oh, I'm gonna, like, catch something from wearing this lingerie, well, he's not, or, he's also not uncomfortable, in this right, shirt. like, he's, he's, like, pretty matter-of-fact mm. about it, mm. there's, like, the one joke when he lays out all the laundry and he's trying to decide what, and he's, like, to save the world, and then he does it, but, mm. like, it was, it was calmer than I expected it yeah. to be. Especially yeah. some of the other jokes in the show are so, like the dead cat and the, the barbecuing the Just dog and like some of the, the fights and stuff yeah. like, are like so up there. So this mm. came off very subdued, which mm. made me a little less uncomfortable with it. Mm. But I think there is an inherent transphobia and homophobia anytime it's meant as a, to mm. be funny as a joke. Like, Mm. I think that maybe a trans person or, Mm. you know, a gay person who enjoys, like, gender bending with clothing Mm. could make their own joke about Mm. how it is funny to them or Mm. how the experience of doing it is funny. But I Mm. I don't see it coming from any other place than Mm. that.
2: Like, I almost wonder if there was an empowered trans person in this situation as well, in this farce. Whether that would have hurt or helped? If that makes any sense? I was like,
1: just thinking that they should have had, you know, a trans writer or a consultant in the room because mm. it felt very clear that they did.
0: Mm. Well, now like, it's like, mm. it's such window dressing, right? Yeah. Like, it's basically mm-hmm. just like, it's funny because everybody's running around and he's hiding from everybody, mm-hmm. but it's way funnier because he's, he's in, in ladies' lingerie. Right. Mm-hmm. And that... And carrying a dead like, that that relies on the inherent assumption I, that a person who you perceive as male yeah. wearing something that you mm. designate as female mm. is funny. Like, mm. you can't really escape that.
2: Well, and, and to his credit, Josh Hutcherson also never takes on, like, a female affectation. No, he never, it's, like... He's, just, he's, Josh Hutch- he's Josh Hutcherson in a Frankenfurter well, outfit. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know what like,
1: supposed to be, because he just seemed like he yeah. was...
2: I mean, I, love the I
1: love about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love an actor who brings themselves to the role. Like, in yeah. you know, all honesty, I made a yeah. post about this the other, like, mm. yesterday. Mm. Like, I love, I love Josh Hutcherson. He's been in a lot of mm. terrible films, but like, I, res- I respect that. Well, I love mm.
0: that they literally just name the character Josh. Right. Like, they're not like, even pretending. Like, they're like that. It's Josh Hutcherson. It's just Josh
1: Hutcherson that that was go. a janitor, troubled <laughs> <his> mm. time. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. If that was, if I had just heard that premise, I'd be like, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, but yeah. now that I've watched yeah. it, I'm like, wow, too bad you couldn't write it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad because you said you liked it, but also hmm. it feels no, like, bad. You
2: it's it's one of those things that like I and I think like also like people who have listened to this podcast know I like a lot of problematic shit. <laughs> I like to call it out when it is, but yeah. it's just like, yeah, I, I tend to like a lot of comedy. Well, I'm definitely shit, a proponent so. of you oh, like oh, what you yeah, like as yeah, exactly. recognize things. Yeah.
1: I'm just
2: mm-hmm. going to trash talk. Not t- trash talk. What you call
1: me
0: <laughs> here to do. Ashley's <laughs> um, um, tough. Okay. She can take it.
1: <laughs> no, it's just like, and also, like, I get mm. I get what the show's trying to do. Yeah. It's making fun of all the other time travel, mm-hmm. whatever. But, like, I also don't think that's an original idea. Mm. And if you're going to do it, do it the best, and I think they fall really, I just like, I just can't, maybe I need to watch more of it, but the dialogue was just atrocious. There were like things that I was like, that was supposed to be a joke, but Mm. it's not
2: I mean, I love it. I I I love it, but I get why people don't. (laughs) I get why people walk away from it, and even then, like, for me, I almost feel like what I really appreciate and respect about the show, outside of this episode and throughout, is they have a tendency to do gross-out humor. But I don't, and I don't like gross-out humor. I think it's like really boring. But I, I like the way that they handle it. Well, they're doing like, that kind of like video
0: game yeah. style violence and body stuff. Yeah. Which it did seem very consistent Mm. like that there was some thought into rather than just like oh and we're on hulu so we can give it an m rating and do whatever we want like which i did appreciate um, you know my favorite bit it wasn't in this episode in the pilot when they have that first fight with the bikers and and tiger and wolf are like fighting this biker gang and they're fighting because the whole premise is that the video game like it's like last starfighter the video game is a training simulator but so in the future that they come from people fight like that so they're like yelling out their moves as they like jump through the air and they're like finish him and like all of that stuff and that i did laugh at that i got to admit that was probably the best moment in anything i watched that was really funny.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think, I think it's those moments that I really enjoy. And mm-hmm. I think that like, but uh, like a lot of those are admittedly like now looking at this episode outside of the context of the full series, that those jokes are very not present in this episode. Yeah. Mm. And some of it is like very like 80s jokes and how Wolf all of a sudden becomes in love with Corey Hart, who nobody remembers other than I wear my sunglasses at night. Mm-hmm. So I can, so I can. Um, but... <laughs> So you can what, Corey? Um, so See the vision right before
0: my eyes.
2: Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. I don't know why I know that. I only know so I can, and then it stops. Ninety-eight percent of the human population
0: really knows that much. Right? Yeah. Because then it just dissolves yeah. into unintelligible. Like, oh. I looked at the lyrics once. I don't know. I appreciate that. Anyway. No, thank you. <laughs> no,
2: that, that has helped me. <laughs> we have an answer. <laughs> Knowing why Corey Hart wears the sunglasses. Um, so <laughs> uh, what what are some other things about this episode that maybe you were surprised about uh, in a good way? Like there, was, was there anything that made you say like, okay, that was pretty good? Or was it all just?
0: I kind of, and again, like not to say that it wasn't problematic in some aspects, hmm. but for, for those of you who haven't seen it, eventually uh, the scientist, doctor for future boss does discover Josh Hutchinson, Hutchinson in his lingerie, and he, and by this point, has been told by his wife that he, she hired a prostitute, which was a, a, a lady sex worker, but he encounters Josh first, and he's like, my, my wife? I, you know, Josh's trying to hide, and he's like, my wife hired you? And he's like, yeah. yes, yes, I'm the prostitute. Your wife knows all about you. And he's like, that <laughs> And then he says, he's like, uh, my wife really is wrong about the kind of man I like, but then they get into this conversation <laughs> about that. Like, whether he should, whether he should embrace his, you know, homosexuality, and Josh Hudson gives him a pretty good speech about, like, being true to himself, and again, like, it works because it's, it's him, and, like, he's that genuine character, but, like, being true to himself, and he should go, and he tell his wife, and you know that he's doing it because he wants him to leave with Leslie on the boat so that he doesn't make the disease that makes the zombies, and so, but, like, it's really pretty good, and then, at the end, spoiler alert, finally, when everybody's in the same room and they're all like, what's going on? And uh, Leslie's there, and you know Josh is there, and the wife's like, "What is going on?" But husband, tell me. And everybody's waiting, and Leslie and Josh are like, "Tell her the truth. Tell her you're gay. You're gonna leave with Leslie." And he doesn't do it. He backs down, and he's like, "I have no idea. I had a cuckold fetish, so I'm excited about the prostitute, the lady prostitute that you got." Oh God. And then Josh is like, "How dare you?" Like. And he just like plays it up, like deny our love, and we've been together all this time trying to like, still like save it and like make the <laughs> wife think that he's gay so that he'll leave. And that was relatively amusing to me. Like it's some of the, I wasn't crazy about like all of the aspects, yeah. but the, the sort of like, he's like, okay, now I have to come up with another way to get her to believe that you're gay, so I'm just going to pretend we were lovers.
2: Like, and he like yeah. does
0: it? That was it was kinda of
2: funny. He really he really did a very good job portraying desperate. Yeah. Like like the desperation in all of this, like that and that's what I think I was really impressed by was that this felt like a farce. Like they actually yeah. created I had that, like, a farce. soap opera
0: quality yeah. and the like Well I think
1: it's kinda like what you said, like I think that is what we all love about Joseph is he is really genuine. Mm, like right. I wanted to be mad at him and I couldn't <laughs> I I still mm. love you. But But I
0: I feel mm. like this is a trend now Mm. where you get actors like him, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: like these sort of like sweet, inoffensive, baby faced white boys Mm. because you can kind of get away with having them say and do more problematic things or have those things happen around mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So like filmmakers and TV you know, executives and stuff are starting to go, oh, we're not supposed to do this problematic thing, that problematic thing. Rather than reinvent what we do, why don't we just find someone that the audience will accept because the actor is so nice or they play so nice. Mm. And so I'm always a little on the fence about that, on the one hand, I kind of do think it improved it, on the other hand, Mm. it feels very tactical to me, like, rather than be thoughtful, let's just give you an actor you will accept.
3: Mm. Interesting. Hmm.
2: Yeah. So if you're watching this live, uh, then if you've got an opinion, if you've seen Future Man, type it out. Let us know. Let us hear what you got to say. Um, what about some things? Because we talked, we did focus a lot. on, Well, it's not so great. Um, what was there? Anything else that you you thought like if they only did this, like they were going in such a good direction, or like if I wish that they zigged when they should have zagged, like. I know. That's yeah. No, that's I don't. They kind of
1: started, and just kind of started in a bad place that I don't even know where to go with. Yeah. The concept.
0: Mm. And it's so complicated. Mm. So you're you're starting so to think about different things, and then the whole plot
2: falls apart. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, it, admittedly, I do wish that. Um. I don't necessarily know that I wish he, the 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 boss character, had. Specifically told his wife that he was out, but I I wish that they didn't have it be and as much as like that was an entertaining moment
0: right. from from from, from Josh, yeah, line.
2: like that idea of like Josh essentially trying to out the husband, right. and at the very least like everybody believed what the husband was saying, right, even though right. the husband was, even though we all know as mm-hmm. the audience that the husband was lying about it. It's I don't know, like and that that creates another complicated yeah. void, right? But, yeah.
0: The other thing I think mm. is interesting too, like because the premise requires mm. that every episode be a f- failure,
3: mm. so you have yeah. this
0: issue where if they change this the path of this man's life, then they will succeed. Mm. So you go into every episode knowing that they're going to fail, right? mm. which I think puts a really strange spin mm. on like how you engage. At least if you're mean, you have to overanalyze everything. (laughs) Um, Mm. But yeah, like... Mm. So I sort of Mm. knew that they weren't going to out him. Mm. And so I didn't really consider that angle very carefully Mm. of the idea of, like, the actual ramifications Mm. of, like, trying to forcibly out this gentleman Mm. to his family.
2: Well, and even then, if they did succeed in doing that, it would have, kind of like you say, like, they have to fail. So it would have like changed the future to be some other terrible thing that oh, happened, yeah. and yeah, right.
0: yeah, right. And like that classic mm. time travel thing mm. where you try to fix something in the past, and then the future oh, right. gets worse, yeah. or like his life gets worse. Mm-hmm. So at least I didn't do that. Like oh, and then he got out of his and He was so angry that this other bad stuff happened, which yeah. would be right. worse. Mm. I don't
2: know. So it's it's almost like with Gotham, the show Gotham. The police are never going to win. You know, like the, the, the yes. detectives of Gotham are never going to win. Otherwise, Batman doesn't happen. Yeah, and you know, Batman's going to happen. He has to. Like, He Batman. Yeah. You lose it. The whole point have is that problem. the police department sucks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in yeah. Gotham. Yeah. In Gotham. And <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to see visually how we remarked to that statement, join our Patreon. That's right. For even just a dollar a month, you can see exactly how we feel about that statement.
0: Hooray.
2: So, back to future man and away yeah. from Gotham. I have a question for you. Yes. Uh,
0: coming back to the sort of, like, man in the dress trope, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and sort of outing, too, in a yeah. way. Um, I'm not a huge fan, in general, of mm. the, like, having to hide or pretend to be someone you're not kind of tropes. Like, mm. the whole point is, like, He's running from room to room trying to hide from everybody and that Mm. just as on a personal level is not like something that I enjoy Mm. generally But I found with this as a trans person Mm -hmm. and the fact that there is a Visual gender-bending suggestion. However, you want to call it with this Mm. that like that was more anxiety inducing to me than it would have otherwise. And I don't even I don't even have the relation to, mm. to to clothing because as an AFAB person you wear pants and people just think you're a tomboy. Mm. So I don't really have to like hide clothing or anything like that. But like mm. that idea of like now that there's a a, a Gender question aspect to it. Mm. The fact that he was trying like even though he didn't really care that much mm. Like he wasn't like horrified to be seen. He was yeah. horrified to be he was caught, caught in their house
2: yeah. Like he, he wasn't but he supposed to be there anyway. Right, right. You know,
0: so like he like, wasn't like oh, it's so much mm-hmm. worse But mm. even so I felt a lot of anxiety like kind mm. of conflating those two things in my head And I was wondering if, if either of you mm. Experienced that at all because that's always something that I feel like I bring
2: To watch these mm. sorts of mm. things I mean, for me, I think, I think because I immediately recognized it as a farce, I didn't. And it's because of like the style of farce, and because right. I'm so used to farces using the man in a dress trope, is it that it's like, they do. And uh, I'm not saying that that's good, I'm not saying that I, I condone it specifically, but yeah. I am saying that like, no, I'm, I'm used to this as a style. And so because of that, like I, I, was, I had the same anxiety of like, oh, I hope he doesn't get caught. Oh, if he gets caught, that's going to ruin something. Oh, that's going to make something happen. What's, what's, like, I was almost excited to see when he gets caught yeah. and what that changes the connotation. Mm. Um, so for me, but I, I definitely can connect on that, like especially as someone who has had to kind of flee the house in my attire in order to get out mm-hmm. and in order to exist. Um, like I, I can definitely see why it would be anxiety inducing and again like I almost wonder if that still played up why I was kind of excited to see this character because I'm looking for the narrative. Right. Why I was excited to kind of like see this character get caught and see how they reacted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, do you want to comment there or do you? Okay. <laughs> Because I, I, <laughs> I also kinda stuff. I also kinda want to bring it back to the, the main and address idea. Because <laughs> I because I and I agree with you, I do think that it's it's a joke that's not necessarily needed. But I do I would as and especially like as as a trans woman, I do want to hold space for it. I just don't know at this moment. How. how.
1: That's that's, because, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I'm not saying -hmm. Eliminated it altogether, but like Mm. until it's a safe joke to make, like I don't know, I don't know what to do with it.
2: Yeah, and I think that's why I was kind of like thinking about like if we put an empowered trans woman in this space, would we be able to do like a man in a dress trope or something like so that it's sort of like in a way subverting it? I'm like trying to think of a way to do it. I mean. Because we don't necessarily yeah. want to write the show for the writers, they already wrote <laughs> this. But at the same time, like I, I'm curious, especially for writers out there, for people, because I, I like that idea of yeah. being able to take something that is problematic and find the way to subvert it. And I don't think that the show necessarily did that at all. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't think it necessarily yeah. tried. Yeah, right. But, yeah. but it's,
0: it's sort of like, mm-hmm. it didn't like, Delves deeply into oh ha 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 isn't it just astoundingly hilarious and absurd and horrible for a man to be in a dress or lingerie Mm -hmm. Nor did it try to subvert it. It just kind of skimmed along mm-hmm. the surface of this is a traditional trope, and mm-hmm. we're going to kind of use it, In not really in a terrible way, but yeah. also not in a great way.
2: And because correct me if wrong, uh, like Josh Cutterson was never actually like physically hurt, never actually mm-hmm. assaulted. There was nothing like that. So no, even no, then, like there was there was like the fear of being caught. There was the fear of like that was another thing I thought they were going to do when he started like
0: trying to out him and be like, yeah. oh, we've been lovers all this time. I thought he was going to. Kiss him, mm. and yeah. didn't do it, which I really appreciated. Yeah, um, mm. like, mm. and especially in a show where I felt like I could call so many of the gags ahead of time, mm. yeah. the the obvious place that I thought they were gonna go with these, they they res- they resisted or they didn't they didn't mm. do them, when, and that I think is is a good thing, and definitely.
2: It's mm-hmm. not the cringiest thing I've ever watched in that respect mm. at all. So now we're getting a question from the audience. Oh, uh, this hi. is from my friend Tom. Hi Tom. Hi uh, Tom. So Tom this asks Is it reasonable to say the man in a dress trope, when it is the joke, is not appropriate? If they joke if the joke grows out of the situation, that may be a different story question mark. So I think I think what Tom's trying to get at is um, the man address, like the idea of a man address being a joke, is what's inappropriate. Whereas if it grows out of the situation, like, could there be a situational factor that makes it still funny or okay? And Tom, feel free to let me know if we're not moving in that direction. But and I think that's kind of where where I was getting at right. too. I think, but at the same time, it's still the situation could also present itself to be problematic as yeah. well. Right? I mean, like. <laughs>
0: If there was a man-in-a-dress trope insensate, mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. I would trust that, and mm-hmm. I would expect that they would be able to come, like, mm-hmm. that they would be doing it from a thoughtful place. And it's not that there can't be a comedic aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a situation off the top of my head, like, mm-hmm. here's my story that fits mm-hmm. these criteria, but I, I don't feel like it's impossible. I just feel like
3: mm-hmm.
0: it has to not rely on a cultural understanding that assigned male people in assigned female clothing is comedical inherently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's you, it. Yeah, and, I, and I don't, mm. like, so there has to be some other reason that it's funny. Right.
2: <laughs> also, but I can't think of yeah. it. But I,
0: I would believe, <clears throat> I believe that someday someone will do it beautifully, and it'll <clears throat> probably be a trans person. Yeah,
1: yeah I was about to say. <laughs> like,
2: I, think, I think there is something to be said when trans people do that. When trans people take a joke mm-hmm. that is tropey and is something like that, yeah. and it's like okay, I, like because there is a certain, uh, certain sense of analysis, and like you say, like a certain sense of trust from the audience. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, this is coming from a perspective that. Uh, has had to deal with this as something that people use as the standard. Right. And so...
0: Well, because queer people do that all the time. Yeah.
2: Like, we sort of
0: make jokes that on the outside might almost sound like at our own expense. Mm. Like my partner and I always argue like, oh you're the man or you're the woman based on like the stereotypical, like I have to kill the spider. So in that moment, I'm the man, but like I'm so like (laughs) unable to keep track of our calendar ever. So Mm. in that moment, my partner is the man. Mm. And like,
2: that's Is that a man thing? Yeah, I am gonna
0: say, my mom is the (laughs) calendar. calendar. Well,
2: Well, your mom is the man. Yeah, I
0: mean, (laughs) yeah, that's a good (laughs) point. Right uh, up.
1: Sure that was my dad
0: is always
2: her, the right? organized <laughs> one, so guest bears that mom. just
0: shows you how little <laughs> truth there is in any of these stereotypes <laughs> because my stereotype was different <laughs> than yours yeah. based on my right. upbringing. Yeah. But yeah, so like jokes like that are yeah. just like they're sort of based on culture's ridiculous mm-hmm. societal norms. Mm-hmm and you're sort of making fun of them but also recognizing that we all play into them you know even the most out-of-the-box person is playing into those tropes Mm -hmm. that they've been brought up breathing and eating every day of their lives Mm -hmm. and that can be really funny and it can be funny I think for queer people and people outside of the community Mm -hmm. to sort of recognize an inherent ridiculousness in our weird gender rules and that might be where the joke is to like find the point of like it's ridiculous let's all laugh about this trope of a man in the dress because it's so ridiculous Mm. that people would have a problem with it that might be the joke
2: Mm. Huh? yeah okay yeah Future Man, we just wrote you an episode. Welcome. <laughs> where's, where's my cut? Yeah, 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 come on, come on. Did you see um,
1: Josh Hutcherson is a producer on the show? Is he? Yeah, I, oh, it, I it, like, it was that, one actually. of the credits I just caught, and I was like, oh,
0: of course you are. No, as much as I like, don't like Future Man, I am kind of here for these actors who do these like yeah. terrible blockbusters that they like clearly maybe aren't sure what they're they're going to be in, or even like good ones, but you mm-hmm. kind of feel like maybe that's not their first choice, and they're like, I'm going to bankroll my. Myself into the roles that I want, especially when women do it, but really yeah. everybody. I'm kind of like, yeah. Oh. I was, I was gonna say,
2: I don't know if I'd call the Hunger Games a terrible. <laughs> yeah, no, that's
0: why I kind of walked it <laughs> back a little bit. From moments, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah like, from moments, I conflated yeah. Hunger Games and Twilight in my head as one <laughs> film. Which would be epic! Wow! <laughs> I
3: <don't>
0: know. <laughs> whoa, I feel whoa. like, regardless of how you came out those movies, those
1: were good career-building movies yeah. for anyone. Yeah. Was no, an I, I actually like The Hunger I, Games. I didn't
0: mean to say The Hunger Games was.
2: was Hunger still. Games are on blast.
1: Sorry. All right. I'm <laughs> going
2: after.
1: No one's we're going. Saying.
0: Would vampires or werewolves win The Hunger
2: Games? Oh my God! I actually would watch this. Right into us. And tell us. Oh my god, yeah, no. So, is a transphobic audience? We would we you see? watch some bizarre mashup of The Hunger Games and Twilight? Um, so, That's let's go back to Future Man. So, Future Man, uh, let's, uh, let's start to wrap things up. Okay. Uh, you know the questions that I'm going to ask. Uh, let's start with, was it enjoyable? And I think I know the answer to this. But, um, on a scale of Josh Hutcherson d- being delightful to dead cats...
3: <laughs> but if I fall <laughs> You
2: can you can, can rate it however you'd like. I'm just making up a scale. How would you rate this as far as enjoyability?
1: It was honestly quite painful to watch, but I was happy to see my sweet baby Joshie, because I didn't oh. know where he was or what he was doing with his life. Okay. But it was oh. bad.
3: It was <laughs> it not enjoyable. Good.
0: Mm,
1: five? Okay.
3: Five, yeah, uh, five uh, out of ten. Okay. 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 But I, yes. I would give the think? pilot like
0: a two, so that's Ooh, my... okay. <laughs> I really did. Is like better
1: than the pilot? I thought so. I can't see this big pilot.
0: Well, I, th- I mean, it, I think yeah, it's, it's hard. I do think show it's hard there, but... for, for pilots to be like yeah. the best episodes. Like yeah. shows, yeah. unless they just just tank, yeah. they al- they're almost always going to be better than the pilot because it's a pilot.
2: I mean that's the thing you can't judge a series by its pilot, but you can definitely judge yeah. it by at least the second or third episode. Yeah, you gotta you gotta let it kind of build up speed and kind of understand I, I actually, itself. I and... I didn't
0: like it, but mm-hmm. I would still go back and like see what episodes were popular and maybe mm-hmm. poke around and like I'm not right. like I, I don't have of a trust man ever again. See if that sells you on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean. Okay. Just Things do get better. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I'm the moderate. I'm like, no, nobody fight. <laughs> oh, we're It's have bad, but it's not
2: that bad. Yeah. Um there are worse things in this world. There
0: are lots of virus. There are lots of
2: work. worse things. It. Uh, <laughs> it's my
0: silence impression. It's really good. it was hundred percent It's exactly yeah. what I saw. It was so...
2: really good. So for me, uh, obviously, I told you in the middle of the episode, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. I'm going to come back for season two. Uh, I'm very excited for season two, actually. Uh, but yeah, no, as far, and as far as this episode, I was very happy to see a farce. Uh, so for me, my enjoyment level was about a 7 or 8 okay. out of 10. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: 7 or 8 Josh Hutcherson's being
1: delightful.
2: <laughs> he does have a really cute face.
0: He's yeah. just a sweet
2: so how about transphobia on a, you can do a scale of one to ten you can do just a noise if you don't want to like just how, how do you feel about this episode as far as it being transphobic?
1: Honestly while watching it I was like this is some transphobic trash but like talking about it, I still think that a man in a dress joke at this point in time is inherently transphobic mm. but it could have been so much worse and there was no like transphobic malicious intent. I'm well, gonna
0: give it a eh eh use your own
2: discretion. <laughs> <laughs> Be your discretion is advised. <laughs> which they do warn you about. Uh, you know, yeah, I actually So I'm
1: disagreeing
0: trans- with them.
2: Yeah, no, I, I honestly yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Silas. You're you're up next.
0: I mean, I, I do agree that like in in some level there is an inherent transphobia mm. with like that you can't really escape um, I would almost tend to say more that it's like lightly queer phobic because mm. I don't really think that transness is something that has appeared to have crossed really a lot of minds. Mm. You know, it's definitely supposed to be like, Oh, you know, like nobody is like, Oh, it's a trans woman or even right. like you think mm. you're a woman. Like, it's very clearly just like umbrella gay. Yeah. Perceptions, whatever <laughs> you know, it's like you know, and like, and that's that, like the joke that that, that when he when he when, he's, when he finally is like, oh, Josh is the is the you know the prostitute that my mm. wife got me. She really doesn't understand what kind of man that I like. That mm. I mean, that in that sort of like, it's okay to be mm. gay as long as you're still a manly man mm. trope. I think might oh, be the I worst. Didn't even... mm the worst flaw Mm. in my, as far as like red Mm -hmm. flags for me, as far as like deliberately Mm. making a joke out of a phobia, which of course like those things have to be intertwined, Mm. like transphobia and phobia of femininity are Mm. right,
2: so Just on that note, do you want to talk about that too? I think there are a lot of different dynamics that were being worked in with Oh, my wife doesn't know the type of man I like because Mm -hmm. like Leslie was a very similar man to uh, the boss character. Yes. Uh, they were both. Uh, they were both black. They were both similar build. They were yeah. both like. That's I don't think that funny. they were necessarily doing a like he wants to have sex with himself type no, thing. No, but like no, like, like type. Yeah, yeah, or, or this, like we thing, relate yeah. to each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like his his type was still not Josh Hutcherson. Either the Reverend. Either. Reverend. He's the Reverend. Oh, he's the Reverend. Reverend Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where
1: a lot of the sex worker <laughs> shit came from, though. Yeah. It was that
2: guy. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah, and then he discovers the, the, mm-hmm. other, the other sex prostitute. worker lady yeah. and like starts like trying to And then the guy shows up looking for his cat and the Reverend thinks, um, that, he thinks that he's, he's pimp. the pimp and he punches yeah. him Like that yeah. whole thing was really... Yeah. So it's definitely, it's definitely probably
2: worse more yeah, sex worse work yeah. than it's it is toward yeah. sex work than it is queerness mm-hmm. Yeah, I, would I say. Agree. Mm-hmm. Okay uh, so for me, as far as transphobia, yeah, it's there. It's, it's going to be there. Uh, I'm or not, that I came play. out wrong, you know what I mean, though. No. Like, for <laughs> like, me to say, yeah, it's there, it's going to be there, but you know, I mean, like, it's like the kind there, it's just like, yeah. Like yeah. There's, there's a certain extent that you're walking in and you're thinking, yep, alright, yeah. there it is. But I think they do a lot of, I don't want to say good, but they do a lot of things that are not so horrible. They do yeah. a lot of things yeah. that like, I never felt disconnected myself. Uh, from it, I was just sort of like, yeah, okay, it's a far, sorry, I see what you are doing. Okay, right. ah, ah, ah. Uh, he thinks he's a different person because of this. Uh, so for me, yeah, I guess if I had to put it on a scale of one to ten, it's definitely over a five. Uh, it's definitely at least like a six, six. in transphobic. Like, six. Yeah, I'd yeah. go six. Six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah, like we're you yeah, know we got we got some place to to get to, but. <laughs> so Tom also has just dis- has thrown out that uh, Umbrella Gay Perception should be our band name. Maybe not our specifically, but a band. A name. band. So I'm minutes... down with
1: it being our band. Name. <laughs> yeah. so, let's do let's it. Let's start a band. I was in like the minis, and I was like, yeah, okay. So, yeah, no, this is this is my Good. band. Good.
2: Yeah. Please welcome to the stage, Umbrella Gay Perception. So, speaking of things that we do, <laughs> now that we've rated it, uh, is there anything that we're working on? How do you want people to find you if you want people to find you on the internet?
1: Hi, I do drag. Find my drag at Barely Legal Queen on the Instagram and Barely Legal on the Facebook. Or if you want my regular Instagram, it's complicated and you probably won't spell it right but it's Bear the Prince out of
0: Darkness. (laughs) I really like that. I thought of it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, As well as acting, I'm also a writer. You can find me on Facebook at Silas Barrett and Twitter at Inland underscore Sailor. And if you like epic fantasy, you can follow my weekly column as I read all of the Wheel of Time books on Tor.com. If you go to Tor.com Wheel of Time, you will find it. And you should totally come and see me play Kyle Oren in Scowl at the Trans Theater Fest on July 14th and July 22nd. 21st. Ah, 21st! So close. I just told some. I'm going to call somebody now. (laughs) 21st! It's the two
2: Saturdays! Yep, so So the the 14th it's at 1, the 21st it's at 7. And both times it's at awesome. Yeah. So that's a perfect segue for me to tell you that yes, you can find more information at scowlfight.com. That's also all of our handles, so you can follow us on Instagram, at scowlfight. You can follow us on Twitter, at scowlfight. You can find us at facebook.com backslash scowlfight. And yeah, I will be not only creating the show, I'm also in it. I will be portraying the character April Rain. Uh, basically, it's a two out of three matches contest. Where if the trans combatants win, the evil Pat Riarki will have to disband the Riarki Corporation. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard sum- this it's that. Very sum- you many times. Did like that. I do. Smiling. Most of the reason I wanted to do this is so that I can have as many puns as possible. This uh, is so I'm so surprised. Pat Riyaki will have to. Uh, D- dissolve the Riarchy Corporation. He will have to give up his majority shares of scowl, but if he wins, see, if he wins, Uh-oh. all of the trans combatants will have to either die. quit. No, we won't die. We'll survive. <laughs> Harry R- sees- a man. Patriarchy <laughs> sees value in trans people. He just sees value in us in a different way. He'd rather that we uh, look at that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm ruining things out. I I
3: genuinely do
0: not know what's going on. I'm just really excited, okay. you guys. It's yeah, it's, very, it's gonna be a blast. If, if we yeah. were writing, you'd be like the asterisks yeah. with the little writing down the bottom, like explaining
2: what we're Basically, doing. Basically, all you need to know is is we are fighting transphobia with steel chairs.
0: Yes. Uh, yes! Oh, I'm so <laughs> and excited. maybe
2: powers. And maybe some superpowers Superpowers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But also if yes. you if you go find us on like Facebook and stuff, Scal, mm-hmm. you can see the awesome images that okay. Ashley's been putting together <laughs> of our fight rehearsals.
2: Yep. They're pretty excellent. Mm-hmm. You should check them out. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me at AshleyLaurinRogers.com. My Twitter is at LucretiaDeer4, L-U-C-R-E-T-I-A-D-E-A-R and the number 4. And is it transphobic because of Patreon? I don't know if you knew this! Yes! We put up, uh, you will have first access to any of our mini-episodes, you will have access to the videos, because it's only going to be up here on Facebook for 24 hours, and then it's gone! It's, it's behind a paywall, I'm sorry! So you won't be able to see us make these wonderful faces and motions like this! So, if you want to see those wonderful emotions and faces, you're going to have to go onto Patreon.com backslash Is Thank you so much for listening. Uh, sorry that we've been gone for so long. I'm happy that we're back.
0: Yes. You too. Woo! Thank you. Bye. Is It Transphobic was produced, edited, and coordinated by Ashley Lauren Rogers.
2: The Is It Transphobic logo was created by Phoenix Sweeney, and you can see more of their work at tinylionroars.github.io.
1: The original music you heard was all created by Vivian Aladrin, who you can find on Bandcamp at vivianaladrin.bandcamp.com.